All right, this week's podcast is brought to you by Quirky Bell Bakes. I need to tell you a story. I went by the Paris Farmer's Market about a week or so ago and had one of her cupcakes. Oh my gosh, it was a red velvet cupcake. It was so delicious. Probably, hands down, the best one I've ever had. So you guys definitely need to try her out. Get her to make something for your birthdays or whatever kind of event you have going on. Maggie is a great cook. Go check her out. The Quirky Bell Bakes. Welcome to another Paris, Texas, a podcast. This is a podcast where you get to listen to people's stories, people that have either influenced or lived in the city of Paris, Texas. I love hearing their stories, and I can't wait for you to hear the next guest. All right, this, this week, guys, we have a very special guest, Bobby Walters. So, Bobby, uh, I kind of start all these podcasts off the same way. Where were you from? Where were you born? I was born here in Paris. Okay, awesome. So, um, tell us a little bit about that, like growing up here in Paris. Okay, and growing up here in Paris, uh, my father was uh, a service station operator. And we don't have service stations anymore, but... Uh, that was a way that he made his uh, living there, and he also gave me a lot of uh, things to do, and some of them were things I didn't want to do, but uh, after it's all said and done, I was able to uh, learn from him about uh, how you treat people. That's awesome. So, service station, for those that don't remember, uh, that's that's basically an old gas station, right? That's exactly right. And in those days, they came out and they pumped the gas for you, and You're they right. did a lot more. A lot more. We did a lot more. In fact, some of the things that we would do, <clears throat> excuse me, is uh, we would wipe the windshields, clean the windshields, mm-hmm. check the tires, check the oil in the uh, car, check the battery, water in the batteries, and then check uh, the radiators so we did all that and if you spilled any gasoline you definitely didn't use a chamois to cl- uh, clean that off you used a rag and uh, so you sure wouldn't want to put that in your pocket either if it had gasoline in it because mm. that would get hot <laughs> yeah that's a bad idea <laughs> yeah. so um and so that you grew up you started working there as a kid i did and uh i was uh i was probably Eight, nine years old. Mm-hmm. I remember one time uh, a fella came in and uh, I was short, and uh, which is fine, but I went out to his car. Uh, actually, it was in a truck, a pickup truck, and I said, uh, how can I help you? And the guy looked down and he said, well, I don't know. What, do you, what can you do? And I started telling him what I could do is fill his tank, check his tires, do yep. all this other that I just mentioned. And he said, okay, give me, fill it up then. And, uh, but we all, and we also took, uh, when we took money from people, back then there were no credit cards uh, originally. Mm-hmm. And uh, finally the companies uh, made, had credit cards, but originally there were no credit cards, so you had money. But if it were bills that uh, you would get like a dollar bill or a five dollar bill or a ten dollar bill uh, daddy always wanted those pictures on the 
bills in a certain way. And okay. so if you put it in there wrong, um, you got uh, chastised. And he did it in front of everybody else so that it wasn't just me getting the thing, but the others would understand what was going on too. Yeah. So you. So he, he was very organized. He, oh, extremely organized. Gotcha. Let, let me just give you, if it's okay, yeah. some of the things that uh, he did. He said, uh, and he passed this out to all the uh, employees. Uh, do not smoke while waiting on customers. Uh, please do not park your cars in the drive in the back so that we can't get other cars out. Please do not use profanity. Some people do not approve. Please greet customers in a courteous manner. Smile. It will do wonders for you. Mm -hmm. If gasoline is spilled, and I just mentioned back that, you remove the clean rag and uh, not use chamois. Clean the windshields. A uh, partially clean windshield leaves a bad impression on customers. And when I did that, uh, I had to have some sort of little stool or I would use a, uh, we got drinks uh, for the, customers you know like mm -hmm. coke or dr pepper or something like that and i would use some of those uh cases to stand on so that i could get more of the window there uh how much air pressure do you have in your tires and uh, do you want in your tires and so we do that sweep sweep or vacuum the uh floor of the customer's uh, car yep and uh Help keep the station clean, please. Restrooms, pumps, merchandise, windows, wash racks, gasoline racks, and drives. And we had people from uh, going into our restrooms, and uh, and Daddy would send me around there to check what the restroom looked like after yeah. the people had been there. And uh, so I had an opportunity to help uh, clean the restrooms. And, uh, yeah. So when I got in the military there wasn't such a big deal about uh, cleaning the uh, latrines back then <laughs> but we've lost a little bit that of that of that customer service in yeah. in this yeah. day and age right. like you just don't get that kind of service no. anymore no. Um, and it's terrible because people like to be recognized and uh, they they want information uh, I guess that's one reason that I've volunteered at the chamber so that you can have some of that uh, mm -hmm. uh, telling people where places are and yeah. how you get there and this sort of thing and in a way not to be overburdened yeah. uh, with the person and uh, give them information so yeah, that's I, awesome. I like that and uh, all right, so you grew up with your dad, right? Uh, and working at the shop, right? And uh, where did you go to school? What school? I went to uh, well, elementary school back then was Graham School, okay. which was uh, uh, close to our uh, house. So I walked uh, to the school. Okay. And uh, then at high school, which is where Liberty Bank is now. Yep. That was our high school, and uh, I went there, graduated there. And uh, then went to Paris Junior College and uh, graduated from Paris Junior College. Uh, had a wonderful uh, chemistry teacher there. Frank Grimes was just wonderful. And uh, he, uh, he kind of spurred me into uh, wanting to be uh, a teacher of chemistry. Okay. And uh, so 
then that uh, took place when I went to Baylor, and uh, then I came back and I uh, started doing a master's degree at uh, what is now A&M Commerce, okay. but it was East Texas State back then, and uh, so I did that. I had a opportunity to do some other things to uh, improve uh, my knowledge of uh, chemistry. We went to Oregon State University one year in, uh, for summer, uh, which was a good experience for us. And uh, University of Texas, I had some uh, things there also. And, uh, awesome, so. awesome. So I, in the when I was in the National Guard and in the military. How did that happen? How did you get into okay, that? Okay, I got in the Guard uh, my senior year in high school. And uh, Daddy had uh, two guys that were uh, employees when the war broke out, mm -hmm. World War II broke out. And uh, he was thought a lot of those people. And uh, those uh, two individuals, two of those uh, employees, uh, came and told Daddy, uh, "You need to get, you need to get Bobby in the, uh, in the guard." So I did, and uh, then we got mobilized. Uh, well, I then went to Officers Candidate School, and that was a real experience. Uh, you have uh, things that uh, you don't want to do, but you know you have to do if you're going to yeah. complete that program, and I completed it and uh, was commissioned. We, uh, after that, uh, a while after that, a uh, couple of years, I guess it was, I, uh, I got married and then we got mobilized uh, in uh, 1961, I guess it was, 61, 62, we were at uh, Fort Polk, Louisiana. And uh, I was an exec officer in an artillery uh, unit then, and uh, it was a good experience. Uh, wouldn't take for it. Uh, I stayed with the guard and the reserve, and uh, that things worked out good for me. Awesome. In, in that, yeah. Uh, how did you meet your wife? That's interesting. A friend of mine said, uh, "Bobby, let's uh, let's go out to the tennis court up here at the." college mm -hmm. not the tennis courts that are there now they were different in different <laughs> places okay and uh, so I said okay so we I wasn't a good tennis player that was not my forte but anyway we met these two girls there and uh, one of them was my to-be wife mm -hmm. and uh, so I asked her uh, to go with us that that was a Sunday afternoon so we were going to church the uh, that night and uh, Things worked out uh, over a period of time. We broke up uh, once, and but we got back together, and uh, it just seemed okay. This is this is the right one. This is it. And uh, so it was the right one. And uh, she uh, she she had traveled with her folks quite a bit, or her aunt and uncle primarily. She loved to travel. I had never traveled. Uh, we didn't travel. We working at the service station. Mm -hmm. I, didn't, I didn't have time to go anywhere. But uh, she would always get us uh, places to go, and so we've 
we did a lot of traveling awesome. uh, and that was great we did travels overseas uh, did travels we got in every uh, state in the union and mm-hmm. uh, it was uh, it was good it was good yeah it was good awesome. i lost her uh, five years ago and uh, i know where she is so good. i don't worry about that right uh one of these days i'll be with her too there you go there you go. How many years were y'all married? We were married a little over 50, 54 years. 54 so. years. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Had uh, two children. Uh, they had uh, grandchildren. So one of my grandsons was here uh, yesterday or the day before, I guess it was. And uh, we had a good... I saw him. He was at a ribbon yeah. cutting. Yeah, he was. He yeah. was at a ribbon cutting. Yeah, you're right. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. All right, so uh, so what did so you went through school? You went through the military. When you kind of got out of the military, what did you start doing? What, okay, like, work wise. Yeah, I was teaching. Uh, yeah, I, I was teaching uh, initially at Paris High School. Okay, right? taught general science there, and uh, we then changed the name of it to physical science because it was teaching. Uh, Half of the year, we would teach some chemistry, and then the other half would teach some physics. And then I got an opportunity, uh, this Mr. Grimes that I'd mentioned to you yep. before, he became president of the college, of Paris Junior College, and called me and asked me, uh, would I like to come and teach at the college? Oh, that was my dream. Uh, yeah. Always. Because you looked up to him whenever you Oh, were, yeah. Oh, yeah. I did. Yeah, he was uh, he was my mentor for sure, and uh, I didn't have my master's degree totally at the time. I nearly had it, and uh, so I taught my first year without my master's degree, but the second year I had the master's degree, and so we finished all that. And That's awesome. uh, I kept getting other uh, chemistry things uh, involved, but I think that uh, his wife. Uh, was over some training that they did for high school and junior high school uh, mm-hmm. teachers. And she asked me to do some things when I was still teaching at the high school, and I did. And so I f- have a feeling that she had an influence also Aww. on her husband to say, the, that's the person you need to get. Well, it goes back to what you were talking about earlier. You treat people with kindness, yeah. and it and it comes back around. It does come back around. It definitely comes back around. Uh, I uh, and then uh, it wasn't long after that that uh, Lewis Williams became president of the college. Mm-hmm. Wonderful man. Uh, he had visions of what the college could do and what uh, we mm-hmm. needed to do, and he he really put the college in a position uh, that it really is today in doing a lot of technical type programs and this sort of thing so uh he he was he was a fellow that uh you couldn't say no to yeah yeah he came down to my office one time and he said uh mr walters are you a member of the chamber of commerce and i said uh no mr williams i i'm not a member of the chamber of commerce i don't think i need to do that i you know he said get your checkbook out you're gonna join right now (laughs) Okay. <laughs> and, and when was it? And what year was this? It's about uh, 68. <laughs> <laughs> and so you did it. I did it. <laughs> I feel like Paul Allen can be that way sometimes. Yeah, I think so too. 
Um, yeah, he's a good guy. So you joined the chamber and started getting involved in your community I about did. that time That's, in the yeah, in 68. Sure did. Yeah. And did you fall in love with it right away? Yes. Of course, I loved the community. Right, okay? right, right. And uh, already. And I love the people in the community. Uh, people have been good to me. And uh, so... Uh, one year they said, uh, "Bobby, you need to be on the uh, on the board here at the chamber." And I said, "I, you know, I don't know that I have that much time to do. I was uh, mm-hmm. in some administrative places at that particular time, and at so the college, said, at the college." Mm-hmm. And so they said, "No, you you need to do that. You, you need to get involved in the community. You need to know." And I said, "Okay, I'll do that." Well, it kept moving up, and mm-hmm. I've got into more things more, and yeah. more deals and uh, we were involved in uh, when I was president in the, uh, the chamber at that time I think that's what they call it. it it's not what we call it now that things have changed but mm-hmm. anyway I was uh, uh, a person for the uh, board mm-hmm. okay and uh, that was a good experience for me. We uh, we did some things that were important and are still carried on today. We've got uh, the uh, people that uh, do real well in in uh, high school. And mm-hmm. We scholars that scholar deal. There was another person who was the, involved with that, uh, and. Uh, but that has continued on, and I, you like to see things that are continued on, mm-hmm. and uh, we did that. That was a good, that was a good program that we tried to do, and uh, things that turn out good, you need to keep doing them. Yeah, and uh, yeah. so that was a that was a plus for us. Okay. So you you've done a lot in the city. You've done a lot for PJC, uh, PJC right? Yeah. And then um, and that they've even done a lot of things together. Part yes. of part of the reason that our, our Love Civic Center is where it is is because they did stuff together. Sure, sure. In in my judgment, when you are working together, uh, everybody working together, you can do a lot of things that mm-hmm. you might not be able to do otherwise. Correct. But we need we need people working together to make our community what it needs to be. Right and uh, and if it's uh, you know we we have people who uh, don't like being at Campbell Soup or don't like being at uh, uh, these other places mm-hmm. and uh, so you know but you got to work on that yeah you got to work on it and uh, so we need to do that continually in my opinion for our community to grow and and you can't. Change can't happen unless you get involved. So if, oh, no. if there's something you don't like about what's happening in the community or right. you wished it was better or different, the the primary way to change that is to be involved. And I and I feel like there's way too many people that, that complain about something but aren't involved in their community. No. You don't see them at chamber events or no. city council meetings no. or... No or anything that going on and I just feel like if you really if you really have a huge heart for it then you should be there yes and and the thing is you say well I don't like such and such and such and such I find would you like to be on the committee that is working on that correct well I don't know that I have time to do that and I, 
in, in you say, well, you really need to give some time to that because your ideas may be the idea that they're looking for. And you speaking from experience, having had a, a, a very full-time job, being committed at the, at the college, being on boards at the college, right. still found time to invest in your community. It, that, the whole thing is the community. It is. It is. Because even what you did for the community, despite you working at the college, gave back to the college. Because sure. you, you were able to pour into kids that ended up being at the college. Right. Right. So, it all, again, it all comes around. It all comes around. Yeah. It comes around. Um, all right. So, uh, you, so you've been at the, at the chamber this whole time, and, and now you volunteer on a daily basis. Just go up. Um, and you do some of the uh, most amazing things, uh, and I know you probably don't want to be <laughs> be talked about like this, and because, but it needs to be said. Like we are so appreciative of what you do. I mean, you go out and you pick up trash on the square almost every morning. I mean, you're not paid to be at these events that you go to. Um, you're not part of a business like I like I work for businesses and then I'm paid by those businesses and then I I support my community through those businesses and a lot of people do but they're being paid by their business and not that they wouldn't do it on their free time but you do it without being paid by anyone well um, I, I don't know if this picking up trash business was uh, that you mentioned I, I think the I think our downtown area needs to look nice. Yes. I had that same vision uh, at the college. And you look at the college even today, because they still do this. And we, uh, we took some, we got some people who were uh, challenged, mm -hmm. not bad challenged, but, and uh, they, uh, we got some money. Uh, from a foundation uh, that I happen to be on, <laughs> and so, uh, but to pick up trash on the campus of the college, so that it it has a vision of being neat. Mm -hmm. We we want to look neat, and when uh, the guys would harass me and say, "Oh, law, here he is coming down here picking up trash," coming down to the Mm -hmm. maintenance shop what's he want us to do now and they were teasing don't misunderstand me but right. but we had a good relationship with with all the folks I feel like and uh, so uh, we're, we're trying to do some of the same thing at the uh, in the downtown in the right now because the college looks nice yeah I mean, looks great I, yeah I was there yesterday and uh, Saw somebody and I just thought, yeah, they're really keeping the thing up. Uh, and what's really cool is this all st to me. It seems like it all stems back to how you were raised with your father, oh. with his list that he gave all of his employees. Yeah, he he I mean, this is instilled this quality in you fr from childhood. Yeah, and you yeah. still have it even even <laughs> at this young age and. <laughs> And volunteering at the at the chamber, and your in your heart for the community, and yeah. your vision for its being clean and yeah. and uh, pretty for for visitors, for and, visitors. For, and, yeah. and for people that live here every sure. day. Sure, sure. And not? work downtown every day, or right. work in or, in town. Or to, yeah. Um, 
when I lost my wife, uh, she and I had uh, done some volunteering at the chamber to begin with, uh, and with the uh, art guild, and uh, so we we would do that on a volunteer basis. And when I lost her, I thought, you know, uh, I've got to get involved in something. Mm-hmm. You you can't just sit at home and and uh, that that's not good for you. Not good for you. Not good for you. You need to get you need to get involved. And uh, I personally think it keeps you younger. If you and uh, you need to be able to be around younger people. And yeah. They can wear you out if you're not careful. Well, <laughs> doing I mean, this that, and the other. We need people like you to instill those qualities into us and to show us how how we need to do things. Okay. Um. And I and. And that's just another thing that I'm grateful for that you're around us yeah, for. Because if you weren't around, if you just stayed at home and yeah. sit on the couch all day, that's you couldn't no you couldn't instill this into the people around you. No, you can't. You can't. No. Uh, and I and you know I've seen lots of people like Laura Spencer. Lots of people have commented on seeing you around town, yeah, and and you're yeah. just living the example of what we need to be like. Uh, well, I don't know that. <laughs> no, at the, I I believe it, and I I'm a strong believer, and I teach I try to teach my kids this is is to be the example. You need to you need to be the example for the people around you. If 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 and this, I just had this conversation with my kids yesterday. Um, if other kids are being bad or other kids are doing something not supposed to. Then you just need to be the example. Show them how they're supposed yeah, to be. They may they may not take it, but at least there's an example around them of the right way to do it. Yeah. Let me yeah. tell you one other thing about my dad. Okay. okay. Uh, I was making uh, ten cents an hour. Okay? okay. When I was, I don't call how old I was, but I wasn't very old. And a good friend of mine uh, came down to the station, and he said, "Bobby, uh, I want you to come help me." Uh, put these flyers out on windshields of these cars around the plaza mm-hmm. and we can make 50 cents an hour. I thought, great. Oof. Day in the morning. That is wonderful. And uh, so I was told, I said, Daddy, I'm going to uh, do this. And he said, uh, he always cleared his voice. <clears throat> Come on, boy, let's go behind the station a minute. And I'm thinking, what did I do this time Right. that is bad? He said, well, I want you to know that you can do that, uh, but when you, uh, what would happen if I let every employee leave? And I said, yeah, but Daddy, but they're here all the time anyway. He said, yeah, that's correct. But if they wanted to get off to go do something like that to make some more money, then who's going to wait on the customer? Yep. And I said, well, and he said, but you can do that if that's what you want to do. But when you come back, you won't have a job. Commitment. Commitment. Yeah. I was upset at the time, but I won't ever forget that. Lesson because learned. when you have commitment like that, you commit to it, and that, that's it. Yeah. I'm sorry. That's the way it is. And uh, yeah. my daddy was a wonderful, wonderful man and uh, taught me a lot. That's amazing. That's amazing. Now, you're also a bit of a, a Paris history buff, too, right? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Um, and so tell me tell me a little bit about some of your favorite moments in, in Paris history. Uh, well, when we uh, when we got Count Maxi. Okay. 
was a real uh, plus for our community. And my dad was involved in that. Uh, he was older uh, when the war broke out and did not have to go to the war. Uh, we thought at the end of it, uh, they may even be taking pick, uh, people his age. Uh, my dad was born in uh, 1899. Okay. And uh, so, so that the uh, Camp Maxi was, was great for us. Uh, other things that happened to us that I thought were great was uh, Westinghouse. Mm-hmm. which uh, is no longer here because the type of bulbs that they were making, they don't do that anymore. Mm. And so they lost that plant. Now, I'm, I'm telling you my mm-hmm. vision on that, yeah. okay? Yeah. Uh, then that where the uh, police station is now, that was URCO, and uh, that was another business that came in and hired a lot of people. But they did forms, Okay. We don't need forms anymore. Mm-hmm. You can do it over there on a computer. Mm-hmm. Make your own forms while you want it done instead of buying forms. And yep. so that went out of business. Both of those uh, places, the, the uh, Westinghouse and the uh, URCO, were on land that the College uh, Memorial Foundation had bought and then those monies that they sold that land went to the college. Okay. So it went to the Memorial Foundation, basically. And uh, then uh, one of the other companies that came in was B&W, mm-hmm. which is Babcock Wilcox, which is now a Turner Pipe. And uh, I was in high school when that uh, got started, and this Lewis Williams that I was telling you about, uh, he uh, got a job out there and was hiring people, and he came and talked to, uh, I was a student, and he came and talked to a fellow who was teaching uh, metalworking mm-hmm. type things, shop type things at the high school, and uh, there was a good friend of mine who got a job out there and moved up and uh, really uh, did well. So awesome. it gave us the opportunity of not losing people uh, to the larger uh, Metroplex mm-hmm. uh, when you have these businesses. The one long after that, Campbell Soup came in. Yeah. And uh, so that was a real plus for our community also. And then uh, we had this baking company that came in. Mm-hmm. And, uh, we lost that, but they they're back and doing some things now, and now we're getting this spiral world. Uh, spiral world, and yeah. uh, that's going to be another plus for yeah. our community. Keeping people uh, employed and being able to have a good lifestyle mm-hmm. is really a plus for our community, and it I is. think we have that uh, right now. And there are other places where they're doing and that you know the hospital and, and all this mm-hmm. business uh people need uh good hospital care mm-hmm. and uh so yeah there there is a lot of good things happening and has happened oh, yeah. in, in paris over right. the years and i'm extremely excited i i haven't been i wasn't as involved as as a as a youth uh-huh. but i've gotten involved you know fairly involved in the last two years or so and I, it couldn't have been a better decision in my life. Right. So, um, 
and and if anyone's ever thinking about it, like I remember the first time I walked in, you were sitting at the front door, you greeted me, <laughs> you handed me the brochure, and uh, and you know told me to check that out, and and it's it's as easy as that. You just swing by the Chamber of Commerce, um, you know, and there are other. There are definitely oh, sure. other great ways to get involved. Sure. You can be on downtown Main Street uh, um, involvement. Right. Can, I mean, PJC has involvement. Oh, yeah, sure. So there's yeah. there's plenty of places to get involved in your community. Um, you know, but if you're looking and you don't know where to start, like I, I to me, I would start at the Chamber of Commerce and just I agree. pop in there one day. I agree. Say hi to Bobby. <laughs> He'll hook you up with the the brochure. I think there's a magazine now too. There isn't is. There? there is. Yeah. Um. And 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 you can check out and ask for more information if you need it. Or actually, there's an online. If you're if you're wanting to investigate, you can go online. And I think there's an online brochure too. You can fill I out. Think so. Yeah. Um, there is. Uh huh. So, uh, yeah. Thank you so much for being on my podcast. You're just welcome. I've enjoyed this very much. Oh, and I I just love hearing people's stories. It's just I don't know, it's something really fun about it. Okay. Um and again, learning from someone like you is is priceless. Well, I appreciate that. I I I'm just me. You're just and hey, <laughs> that's all we want from you. Um, all right, guys, as always, we try to put out a new podcast every Monday, so tune in next Monday for another podcast. Um, and then I want to give one more big shout-out to Quirky Bell Bakes. She is amazing. Go check her out on Facebook. Just type in Quirky Bell Bakes. You will find her. She's amazing. Again, I have had some – I've taste-tested it myself. It's worth your time. Go check her out.